Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. God, hon, you're famous. Mm -hmm. I know. Famous. Tom, why don't you uh, start the intros? We'll go around the room and then make some money. <laughs> Welcome to Car Selling Secrets with Doug Sprinthal, Sarah Sprinthal, Colton Ray, Andy Rampernard, and Melissa Bernard. And we'll, we'll be, be right back. Kick things off. Oh, you want me? You want to do that part? Go ahead. I, I thought we'd do it together. We'll, we'll okay. do it in double We'll be right, we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back with this family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Oh, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. We are back with the coronavirus episode of Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets. Thought you were going to hit the post, didn't you? No, I, I've never even tried to do that. That's like <laughs> DJ voodoo magic. <laughs> Got to know the song. DJ voodoo magic. I think you have to stay up late at night and just practice that. And I'm not willing to put and, in the time. And drink. Don't forget that. I was going to leave that out, but if you think that's part oh, of okay. the necessary training, that would explain a lot. Nighttime um, disc jockeys, let's guess. Yeah. We've got a uh, full studi studio here for Car Selling Secrets. Oddly enough, I think most of the show are really going to talk about car selling because there's a lot going on. But before we start, as is the tradition of the podcast, we'll have our guests in studio tell the story of their very first car. Honey, um, go ahead, fire it up. Me? Tell me about the first... I, I don't think you've ever told me what your first yeah, car was. Yeah, okay. So this is back in uh, 1990. And uh, I'm going back to uh, St. Thomas Jr. here. So uh, my dad's looking in the paper. And uh, back then you could put the ads in where you had the phone number and the address of the person because it wasn't so scary back then. So um, it was a 19... <laughs> Keep going. You sound this like Francis McDormand. This is great. Francis McDormand. <laughs> Keep it up there, huh? Okay, so uh, 1985 Mitsubishi Mirage. It was a hot one. She's a fiery white. And, uh, but first, you know, my mom, she works at the library. And uh, my dad, she, he puts a call in. He says, yeah, what's this car you got? And the guy tells him about it. Like I said, 1985 Mitsubishi Mirage. 80,000 miles on her. And my dad's thinking, yeah, this one, she's a beauty. My, and the guy gives my dad his name, and my ma, she works at the library, so she's thinking, I got to check this guy out. So she checks him out, sees what kind of books that the guy gets and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's nothing, uh, you know. Naughty. Naughty or fancy or whatever. She goes, yeah, this guy's okay. So my dad and I, we hop over there. And he's looking at the car and everything, and I thought, yeah, this one's, this is okay. The bad thing, though, she's a five-speed. I got no idea how to drive a five-speed. And the other problem is that uh, my guy, or my dad and the guy, they're over there negotiating, and he's got a kid, and the kid is standing right next to the car with, what do you call it, um, like not a weed whacker, but like a scythe or something. Mm -hmm. And is whacking weeds right next to the car. And every other time he's taking a swing, he smacks right into the car. A punk, punk, punk. And I'm thinking, do I say something? No, I don't say nothing. That's, that's rude. So anyway, my dad and this guy, whose name is Ed, not lying about that, uh, they negotiate. 
And I remember specifically $1,200. It's coming right out of my savings. And so dad drives the car home. I drive the other car home and we get it home. And I says, dad, I don't know how to drive the stick. And uh, so he teaches me up and down the streets of Hastings for a couple weeks. And I head back to St. Thomas with my 1985 Mitsubishi Mirage, and I'm a happy Tommy. <laughs> That's it. Oh, my. You know, I think you and Jimmy Francis probably have set the mark for first car selling secrets, first car stories. Jimmy uh, wound up deer hunting, and where was it, Mankato, and his car blew up at midnight, and he oh. traded cars with a farmer, and they switched the bloody deer over from one to the other. Your the story's right up there. Colton, a tough act to follow, but yeah, take a, a shot one. at it. Colton Ray is our marketing director at Walzer Automotive Group, and a huge car nut, actually. Absolutely, yeah. Um, first, uh, first car. It's kind of a two-part story, but my first car was technically my first father's car it was an uh and it was kind of his hot little two-door sports car that he drove around in the summer and i don't know how i talked him into it uh but he let me drive uh his 1971 uh datsun 510 it's escaping me if it was the two-door or four-door I, I think it was a two-door and uh let me drive it it's a had a five speed which they came with four speeds uh so it was upgraded with the 200 uh, 280zx five speed it had a instead of the 1.6 or 1.8 liter i think it had a two liter or a larger two liter quite motor a in neck it. snapper there it, it was probably you know well over 100 horse and that was a lot of power in a 2000 pound car and i drove it for most of the summer getting more and more confident going to and from um the job i had at that time and uh, got more and more confident, drove it harder and harder. It was a really fun car to drive. Uh, and, and one day I just I wanted to open it up and really see what it could do. And I remember driving from Highway 12. You remember old Highway 12 connects to, uh, you know, 394. Mm-hmm. And there's this nice little stretch where there's, there was never any law enforcement. And uh, I opened it up and, and uh, I found out the car didn't have a rev limiter. <clears throat> blew the vehicle up, uh, limped it home, and uh, that was the end of that. And then the part two to the story is uh, I bought a uh, – uh, my dad brought me to Hickman's Junkyard, uh, bought a 1987 Maxima for 150 bucks. Windows were rolled down, rained all over, it smelled like cat pee. Drove it for a couple of years, pretty happy about that. Sweet. So, yeah. During your single phase. Yes. You want to go for a ride in my car? Uh, no. <laughs> Melissa, what do you got? Um, well, I, uh, when I was 16, I was blessed with a sweet 16 birthday car. Um, friends of ours had only two owners of this car, and we got it for $1,000, a Nissan, a 1998, or 1995 Nissan Maxima. Um, it had a sunroof, which was really cool. But the kicker on it was it was $1,000, which means it had a lot of work, and my first drive was I was required to take it to the shop to get all of its fuel injectors fixed because only two out of, I think, the six, six yep. were... Oh, see, I'm good. See, I know something. Yeah, no, so only it. two of them were working, which means whenever you stopped to keep the car running, you had to have your foot on the brake and on the gas. <laughs> So I had to basically two-foot it all the way, like, probably, I don't know, five miles to get to, to get it fixed. So that was my first drive in my brand-new, not-so-new Nissan Maxima. It's funny. We all had cars like that, and they were all cheap, and, you know, they didn't run very well. But they were still our first cars, and that's always it's stuff that you never forget. It had 199,000 miles on it. Ooh, it's young. So I put another 100 onto it. So, yeah. Wow. And yours, your, have you owned Nissans ever since? Because I know you have one now. Thank you very much, by the way. You're welcome. <laughs> um, no, I, um, after that, I didn't have a car for a while because I was in college and I was downtown, so I had to walk everywhere. And then uh, a friend of mine sold me his Ford Focus, which is what I traded in. 
um, for the Nissan. Sorry and to hear that. It was horrible. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was the worst car I think I've ever driven, and I was I told Andy. Yeah, they're not particularly great. Customers yeah. will call and say, can, can you tell me what my car is worth? And if it's an old Focus, we look at them and say, well, deep sympathy. Mm-hmm. Hey, no, you know what? I got a decent, I mean, I thought I was going to get way less for it, but uh, Walter did a nice job at good. giving me a good price for it. Good. So. Well, thank you very much. kept up relatively well, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I took care of it. It just, uh, <clears throat> you know, it had yeah. control arm issues, and, of course, all of the... All of the tires just balled out. Yeah, soon, you yeah know, the control you arms are bad. You'll wreck it. tires in 15,000 miles. I gotten all brand new tires like just three years before I, or not even three years, I think two years before I traded it in, and they were all ruined. And I was like, I'm not putting any more money into this car. <laughs> well, so. thank you for your business, yeah. and that was a great story. Um, let's talk about what's going on in the automobile world. Uh, I've got a couple of stories that are kind of interesting pretty much all the production around the world has shut down for a couple of weeks which honestly i think is a good thing i mean it's 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 easy to look at this as sort of a doom and gloom thing oh the car dealer the manufacturers stop building cars they want their employees to be safe and to control the coronavirus also they don't want to overproduce cars right now because business is going to it's slowed down right now and it's going to be slow until we get through this and the worst thing they can do is build way too many cars and try to jam them on dealers. And that's, that's you have to match demand or supply with demand. Uh, an inter- very interesting thing I read this morning in Automotive News, Mary Barra, who is the CEO of General Motors, a woman that I've got a great deal of respect with, she's in talks with Ford and the government to see if they can start manufacturing uh, ventilators. So the history behind this is in World War II, when, you know, it was the last time the world was going to come to an end and probably was a little bit more serious than this, they shut down automotive production for, was it three years, Colton? I think 42 mm-hmm. through 45. They stopped building cars, and they just started building the crap out of tanks and bombers. The metal and rationing, sort of stuff. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, it, the war was won for a lot of reasons, but American mm-hmm. manufacturing power played a, a tremendous role in the defeat mm-hmm. of both Japan and Germany. So it's kind of cool to see these guys getting together, and Gal, getting together with the government to try to uh, figure out if they can do something. Because the respirator thing it, it potentially could be a big issue. Um, so yeah. it's, yeah, it's some, some actual uh, stats for the auto uh, sales uh, in March. Uh, the first to the eighth uh, of the month, we were about flat, maybe 1% down based on... Year over <clears> year. Yeah, J.D. Powers, yep. Okay. Uh, ninth through the 12th, we saw an 8% decline. Uh, March 13th through the 14th, a 20% decline. Mm-hmm. March 15th, 36%. So, It's slowing yeah. down. I, you know, we yeah. talked about this with Tom on the morning show. I did the pop quiz. I knew he couldn't get an answer, but I said, guess how many cars walls are sold in the Twin Cities yesterday? <laughs> well, I mean, I was, I was trying. I learned the technique from you. You ask people questions and... Hey, Tom, I want to get your take on this. How many cars do you think we sold yesterday? The listeners lean in because, oh, mm-hmm. this is interesting. We actually did mm-hmm. 70 in the Twin Cities, which is See, when not great, but it's not bad. When you say 70 cars in the Twin Cities in a day, I'm thinking, that's, like, that's wow, that's Walls the best day in the world. But. <laughs> well, I mean, we have 10 or 11, or it depends on the account, because we have used car operations standalone as well. Yeah. So it's not, uh, it's, not, it's not great, but it's not terrible. And, <clears throat> One of the things, reasons I wanted to have Colton come in is we're about to roll out something, I think later today or tomorrow for sure, that we talked about on the morning show that has some people excited. Colton, you want to explain what Walzer 2 is all about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think before explaining uh, Walzer 2, I think it'd be better um, for the listeners to... Just answer the question. ...better understand the state of the industry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, digital leads in the automotive uh Business can be considered like an internet lead. Someone emails in to inquire about a vehicle uh, or a, or a phone call, and those represent the the larger, uh, really the seventy five percent of our our volume of of opportunities. Um, and most of the automotive industry is is really um, they are not prepared to uh, handle uh, those leads unless uh, those. Uh, internet or phone leads actually fall into the status quo process, which would be uh, if, if Doug called in, I'd say, hey, great, Doug, I'm, yeah, 
you got XYZ, yep, okay, yep, you're interested in this, great. And the next thing I would always say is, Doug, when, when can you come on in to take a look at this? Well, that's not where we're at right now anymore. Um, we are, uh, we're in a, in a state where um, we're looking to do, uh, customers, I think, in general, are looking to do things contact-free. Um, they want a seamless, uh, easy buying experience where they can do payment review on their own. Uh, which would be similar to like when you get a home uh, quote, auto, auto uh, uh, insurance quote, home, home loan quote, refinance, so on and so forth. And uh, that's where Walzer to you comes in. Um, so Walzer to you is a is a is a really neat uh, thing that Walzer is doing. We've been we came up with the concept uh, late last year, and and we're rolling it out probably at the perfect time. But but basically, Walzer to you is. Um, our services and your schedule. Um, we're going to be doing free home delivery for all new and used cars, both in our Minnesota and uh, Kansas uh, locations. No, you have to pay for the car. It's not free cars. Just the no, deliveries. no free cars. No, yeah, just okay. free. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, test drives to you. So, pending you're in the the greater metro here or the greater metro and beyond in Wichita, uh, we would be happy to bring the vehicle to your work, your home, or a neutral place, uh, whatever works best for you. Um, we have equipped our, our sales staff in our stores with uh, 5G hotspots. So we can do uh, 90 plus percent of the paperwork if you want to on the spot purchase a vehicle. Um, outside of the dealership, uh, we are implementing a calculate my deal function on our website, walzer.com, which will roll out to the rest of the websites over the next few weeks. But hopefully that'll be live tomorrow where people can do uh, an intelligent quote. Uh, they can uh, do payment review on vehicles. And it's not just an estimation, an estimate based on you know zip codes and things like that and conditional rebates that you may qualify. But Colton, I'm going to have you push in the clutch. I know we got a yeah. lot to talk about. We're going to uh, take a little short break yeah. here, and we're going to talk more about this. It really is the online buying revolution, and I think it's going to help us and our customers and everybody uh, in general. So there's a lot to cover. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? <laughs> Real nice. Chuck Nabla. <laughs> Chuck Nabla. 2020 never looked so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. So basically what Colton is talking about is the Tom Bernard service, but without by using the internet so when tom wants to buy a car he just calls me up and he goes i need something new um find me something that's cool and that's the whole conversation now we actually make the customers do it but you know i think it's important to note that we're not closing down the dealerships we spend a lot of time and money and 
sanitizing them a couple of times a day and for, because I think some people are still totally comfortable with coming in and we want to obviously you know we are in business and we're trying to keep the ball rolling as long as possible and, and, and but that's a good thing for the economy as well so talk more about how the walls are to you process works all that groovy kind of stuff Colton. Uh, it's pretty simple um, all right well that's the end of our show yeah perfect Thanks. done <laughs> just ask for the Tom Bernard process just you don't do that because people will. <laughs> yeah, they will. I'll tell you a funny story. This is before you actually will do that. Dude. Tom and I were talking. He was looking for a sports car. And uh, and we were on the morning show, and I said, Tommy, I, I looked before, and I think I found the perfect car for you. It's I don't remember what year it was, but let's say it was an 04 Cadillac uh, XLR. Remember, it's the Corvette, but it's a Cadillac hardtop yep. retractable. And he goes, God, I've always wanted one of those guys. And I said, it's priced really well. They got it. It's at the Mazda store. It's twenty-four grand. He goes, let's talk after the show's over. And I said, okay, no problem. General manager called me, and he goes, hey, I got some guy here that says, I want to buy that car right from under Tom. Uh, <laughs> and he wound up yeah. buying it. <laughs> so, yeah. So it doesn't always them. work well. Yeah, that's funny. But, I, you know, the Laugh cool thing up. is with this technology is that we can't, you know, there are some forms that still have to be done physically and not digitally, but it's very, very few. Yeah, 90-plus percent of our forms can be uh, done through uh, our proprietary uh, software. Yeah, real estate's the same way now. Yeah. So much of it is done yep. through the Internet. Yep, absolutely. Um, we've uh, tried to... Uh, like I, I mentioned, that payment review, that intelligent quote, um, not just payment estimation tools, but actually really sophisticated uh, payment tools that are uh, customer-centric, that, that help help our customers know exactly what they're going to pay before they walk through our stores. Now, they have oh, or, or we go on to leasing, them. which is a big part, they have control of all the variables, right? Absolutely. So, if you know, we'll post a standard lease, and for most manufacturers, it's 12,000 miles a year, but some people drive more than that, and a few people drive less. Depending on the OEM, sometimes we can dial them back to 10. Uh, and a lot of them, you can write as many as 30,000 miles a year, and, and by giving the customer the ability to tailor that to their needs, it's it cuts down so much time because in the old days, you'd have to tailor the salesperson, they'd write down, and then the, the salesperson would go to the desk and the conversation was like this. Hey, Colton. I got a guy looking at a, his name's Andy Bernard, and he just got married, and he's going to do a lot of house remodeling. He wants a Tacoma or a Tundra. He's looking at leases, a couple thousand down or zero down, 12 or 15,000 miles a year. And how long would it take Colton, the sales manager, to do those calculations? Uh, if you were good, it yeah, was 15 if, minutes? Yeah, I mean, if, if you're good. Normally what guys like Colton would do is say, hey, tell him to pick something and get back to me. <laughs> because they didn't want to do math for 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, all of these uh, tools in the market, um, basically uh, the customer has to pick their term and all of these variables which uh, really impact the payment. Uh, the tool that we're going to be releasing uh, lets you basically select best available term, best available bank, pick your mileage, put your estimated credit score in, and hit the button, and, and it'll tell you what to do. It's, one of, it's pretty incredible. One of the other things that's cool, and this is more usually in the domestic lines, although I know Toyota does this, is that they will have either 0% or low percent interest, or if you choose conventional financing, you can get a rebate of 500 or 1,000 or 2,000 or whatever. And people always ask the question, well, which one is better off? And it, it, it really, it's a case-by-case -case basis, but with these tools, it will go, okay, in this case, you're better off financing conventionally at 3.9% or whatever it is and taking the rebate. In this case, you're better off taking the 0% and, and waiving the rebate. You, you very, very rarely have the option of getting both. Every once in a while, a manufacturer will do that. But for most things in, in the rebate world, it's either one or the other, right? Yeah, does all of that for you, too. So that's a, that's a pretty neat part of, I guess you'd call like payment review or... Or, or an intelligent quote um, before you have any interaction with, with the dealership. Uh, a couple other neat things we offer. Uh, we have a uh, test drive to you component where we have uh, tools on our website that will allow you to set up your test drive without ever talking to a uh, salesperson. Um, you can set it where you want, homework or other, as long as it falls in our radius, uh, what time of the day. Tell them the coolest thing. 
you can pick your beverage. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you can pick your beverage. Um, Scotch, gin, or bourbon. No, yeah, no, it's yeah, just we were joking around. Do we bring coffee with? Do we, where do we stop for that coffee? Uh, so we're working that out for because this was an in-store piece, but now we're, you know, we're we're now bringing the vehicles uh, to our customers, which is super exciting. Yeah. It is cool. Yeah. A um, couple last pieces. Uh, uh, sell anywhere. Uh, we are always looking uh, for vehicles, uh, used vehicles for our lots. Um, we have a massive uh, reconditioning facility. Most people don't know. Uh, 100,000 square feet. Um, how many cars roll through there a day, Doug? Well, I, I have to figure it out because the old one, we maxed it out at 10,000 a year, yeah. which was, oops, I lost the connection. There I am. Yeah, that mic tends God to do that. Dang this. It's, the, it's Tom's mic. It's a pile of crap, I tell you. It is. It's been yelled at too much. Uh, I think the, re- the current recon center can do about 20,000 cars a year, which is you know, 1,500 a month, give or take. It's, yeah. it's over kind of by the new Vikings complex mm-hmm. in Egan. Yeah, it's fun when you start thinking about that scale behind the scenes that most people don't know about Walter. Uh, so when someone does make the statement, oh, we, we pay more for the trade or we want your vehicle you know we're yeah. we're really in the market and we really are in the market we we've built our whole business around acquiring um high quality trade-ins and, and vehicles from customers that don't even do business with us outside of selling their vehicles yeah. to us. so um that we do uh we can give an estimation or through our website uh we can do estimation via email phone text chat or we are happy to meet you again at homework or a neutral place that you're comfortable with, uh, and and we'll write a check for that vehicle. Yeah, hopefully spot. they don't have to meet at the police station. I mean, we're Walzer Automotive. <laughs> it's not like you're buying a car from Shifty Less off, off Craigslist. So. Yeah, yeah. But if you want to yeah. do that, we can. It's uh, yeah. But yeah, the acquisition thing, and it's actually I've been talking to some of the used car guys on the in the company, and they're seeing a lift because. People aren't using public transportation right now. Uh, Lyft and Uber rides are way, 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 way down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people that have really, I don't, I don't want to call them lazy, but they just have a, re- a lifestyle where they don't necessarily need an automobile mm-hmm. because they can rely on public or, or uh, ride sharing. Uh, we're seeing that evaporate for a little while, and they're going, yeah, I guess they better buy a car. And there's, you know, they want to buy a nice used car, and, mm-hmm. and that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's helpful. So. Yeah, so the the recap on Walzer 2, uh, that is a uh, uh, payments up front, payment review, um, test drives to you, uh, delivery to you at no charge. Um, here's a cool one. How about service pickup and delivery? Wow. That's the wow. Tom Bernard treatment. Yeah. That probably, Here, here's yeah. how that one works. Love yeah, it. Let me hear, let me hear hey, love it. My Mustang's got a flat tire in the garage. What do I do? I'm like, hang on, I'll call Kevin Black. <laughs> Good God. See, I just get blasted. It's all it Well, it's because your wife obviously is the one who's mechanically competent and everything's fine until true. she goes out of town. Yeah. And yeah. looking at very, Andy's very and true. Melissa's Facebook posts, I can see where Andy inherited most oh. of his talent. It's like, well, I just decided to put some new yeah. stairs in, and I'm going to do this and the other thing. And well, you, I'm not telling tales that you haven't told about yourself. All right, I mean, Colton, you ready? They're all talking about many years ago. Catherine said, "Hey, the the closet light is out. Would you put a new bulb in there? I'm going to get home late, and I just, you know, it's going to be dark, so I need a light in the in the. It's the coat closet, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, no problem. So I go in there. And those little tiny screws, I, I, I unscrew those, and I take the dome down, and I put a new light bulb in there, and I put the dome back on, and put the screws in, and I'm good to go, and I'm all proud. And I'm just sitting there, watching TV, and uh, you know, I'm waiting for the, hey, the light works fine uh, when she gets home, and she gets home, and opens the door, and I hear this huge crash, because <laughs> apparently I didn't put the dome in properly. But I've actually done that same thing. It's hard to get them but, if you get them outside. Those little, little things ridge. are awful. Uh, They're terrible. They are really hard. I do have chunky fingers. That's the problem. I got Dan Chesky hands. That's the problem. But did the light turn on? Mm, I think it did. Yes, it well, actually turned on. That, part right, that yeah. way you could find the Lisa broken says. glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, could, you could sweep up the broken glass with that. Perfect. What more could you ask for? Is all I have to say. 
I don't know. All right, I'm going to be quiet now. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, so, no. So Tom, at 20, <laughs> no, 20, no. 2016, me and my uh, wife Grace, we uh, purchased a, a new house to us. Um, I was all revved up on doing all these home improvement projects. Uh, did a bunch of work around the house, but similar to you, it seemed like. Every single time I did something, I always had to get someone else involved after the fact. And now uh, my wife is probably laughing because she's listening. Um, now whenever she asks me to do something, it is uh, it's just a hard no. 2020, hard no. Not, not doing it anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Love it. Yeah. Well, you'll dig this. I love so it. This won't be the car part, but uh, Colton and his wife own a... Uh, Asian restaurant in St. Louis Park. Tell us about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, Walk in the Park, St. Louis Park. Uh, it's been open uh, going on 10 years. Uh, I Asian, love Walk in the Park. You own that? Uh, my wife does, yeah. Mm. Yep, my wife does and her, uh, with her uh, two it's sisters. Really yeah, thank you. They, uh, they uh, do a great job. In fact, I was just eating it in the uh, waiting area here before I walked in. Thanks so. for thanks for bringing enough for everybody. Apparently. <laughs> well, yeah. I thought you were going to yell at me for bringing food. Like, like, can I bring even food into the waiting area? I didn't know though. You've been in here so, before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, what are you guys doing uh, at the restaurant now? Uh, right what, now, what's we, business like and what's happening? You know, b- business is uh, it's obviously no dining, and that's that's a that's a bummer right now because it feels a little dead in that area but walking in i saw many takeout orders uh business has been consistent over the last few days it's maybe a little bit of a decline but uh mm. grace and her sisters do such a great job uh with their customers um they have such a loyal following and they really care for the people that go there uh they have personal connections with darn near everyone that that does business with them. No, I've seen some of your social media posts. Who did the food photography? Most people don't know this, but one of the hardest things to take pictures of are food. And I think this will sound racist, oh, but yeah. Asian restaurants are generally the worst at it. Oh, right? God. Sometimes yeah. the pictures <laughs> like, you see, it's Oh, like, my God. <laughs> this looks terrible. It does. <laughs> it really does. That's all Grace well, with a... her iPhone. Wow, really? Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yep. She's kind of our social media person uh front of house back of house you name it she does it but you know what i'm talking about you open the menu and you use this yep. dish of like snow peas and all sorts of stuff that's normally really vibrant colors it's it's just like all brown somehow interpreted from the from <laughs> how did the, that even happen it's all brown <laughs> interpreted yes. from the original black and white uh, yeah <laughs> well i used to i lived with a chef for about a year or two and I remember he took his pictures of food with his phone, but he like he created light boxes with paper and everything. So that does you can't just put it on the table and take a picture of it, unless you're Grace. Apparently, well, unless, you have an yeah. iPhone. Well, funny you say that. Uh, we have uh, all of when we do have dine-in, all of our tables a white tablecloth, and then we put um, well, that works. a white paper over that so the kids can draw on it. It's just fun for adults too. Um, so anytime when you put a plate down, it always it's, it's always true. a white yeah. background. It Absolutely. looks great. Yeah. It, yeah, you need the white background that yeah. helps. Yeah, we've got some. It's a pretty neat restaurant. If you haven't been in there, it's a uh, all uh, painted. Uh, has have, have interiors all been custom painted. It's got this wild cherry blossom tree and this artwork of uh, Grace and her two sisters, and it's just a really neat. Uh, really neat place. Really no, good place. Tell right Grace. Andy, we might have to tip go off from Uncle Tommy. Okay. <laughs> tip off from Uncle Tommy. Tell Grace for the women's room particularly. Keep an eye on the toilet paper. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess women are stealing toilet paper from uh, restaurants like mad. I will let her know after this. So she's probably laughing right now. So. She's probably running it's into true. the They're, women's room. Yeah. <laughs> Where's our toilet? God, he's paper? right. Those bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I did like the fact, by the way, that you said uh, walk in the park, so I walked in. Get it? Yeah, and then you walk <laughs> like out. Then you walk out. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, no, it is. It, congratulations. That's a really good restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate that. That's all Grace, though, and your we sisters. We were talking about like right. 41 off air, and Colton and Grace have never been 14. there. 14. So. 14, sorry. 14. Yeah. going to make a trip there once the... Uh, the troubles are behind us, as the Irish would say. That's about the end the of our troubles. second segment. We'll be right back with a final segment of Car Selling Secrets with all of our guests. Having fun at the end of the world.
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Hi, it's Tom. The CDC says cancers associated with overweight and obesity make up 40% of cancers diagnosed in the U.S. The CDC also tells us that people with heart disease, diabetes, and lung disease carry increased risk of complications from the coronavirus. We know that losing excess weight improves our health, our heart, and can reverse type 2 diabetes. Do what I did. Lose 20 to 40 pounds or more with help from my friends, Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss, powered by Nutrimos. Become healthier before summer gets here. Ultimate makes it quick and easy, plus they are strong science certified for being safe and effective. To help you get healthy in this time of crisis, Ultimate is giving all clients 25% off for a limited time. Plymouth, Edina, and Woodbury. Start today by scheduling an immediate consultation. Call Ultimate Weight Loss, powered by Nutrimost. 763-333-7337. 763-333-7337. 763-333-7337. Or go to ultimatewl.com. That's ultimatewl.com. Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Goodbye. Seasons in the Sun. Yep. Is it... Uh, Billy, what's the guy's name? Terry Jacks. Terry Jacks. Hey, guys, I just want to let you know Grace texted me. Uh, she's got the uh, toilet paper on lockdown. Mm. <laughs> okay, there you go. Love it. Expensive. Love it. Very smart. Very smart. <laughs> hey, Tom, I got a, I got an email from a longtime listener, friend of the show, Officer Dave, the other day. He must have been listening oh, when you and best. I were lighting up uh, – uh, John Creasel uh, uh, for not for bailing on the show today. Right, he goes, hey, right. you know, I could probably get the time off and come in. I said, well, our marketing director is going to be in, but I appreciate it. By the way, how are things on the mean streets right now? And he goes, it's so boring out here. It's just there's nothing to do. Wait, was I was I the <laughs> second option? No, you were the first. Oh, okay. I had already lined you oh. up, which is why I explained to Dave that wow. you were already coming in. Okay. Mm. Come on in. Come on in. Dave, you don't come in, Colton's going to come in. Yeah. He's terrible. <laughs> we're going to talk about food all day. It sucks. <laughs> no, we finally had I Officer Dave in. What was that, about two or three, well, three months ago or so? Us, yeah. That's a big Colton, man. one Holy tip. Yes. Do not piss off Officer Dave. I was I'm just on, telling you. I was thinking on this Walzer too. You know, if you get to the right person, will you bring the car to me? Stop by walk in the park first. Bring us some. There you uh, go. Right. Spring rolls. Spring rolls. Yep. Show me the car. Steal some toilet paper. Uh, sell you the. You buy the car, but you need to service a vehicle. Bring it back to another one of our stores. I mean, I can see this thing working out. It's gonna be great for everyone. It, it should be great. Yeah. Um, Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of notes on what's going on in the in the new car market. The manufacturers. We've been talking about this on the morning show, are pulling out stops incentive-wise, and they're reintroducing programs that they had right after 9-11 and then uh, during the recession. Some of them are quite cool. I think the most notable ones that I've seen so far are uh, General Motors and Chrysler have almost identical programs where on much of their inventory, not all, but but a lot of it, they've got 0% interest for 84 months and no payments for, I think it's four months until you make your first one. Hyundai brought back something from the recession that was really, really popular. They modified it a little bit, but if you buy a new Hyundai, and again, it's almost all models. I can't, there's so many variables, I can't memorize them all, but it's almost everything that they sell. Uh, And heaven forbid you lose your job, they will waive up to six months worth of payments. I think that's really strong. This stuff is on our individual websites. There's so much uh, data that it's really hard to have it all on walzer.com. So... There are some real new car bargains out there. I know uh, Nissan's got 90-day payment deferral. I think Honda did the same thing. And we're, we're trying to track this stuff as they change. They're, they're doing their best to, and, you know, they've been through this before, and, and I've been through it before. This is my, probably be my fourth recession and second time the world was ending. And it never actually did, and we mm-hmm. always got through it. But it's, it, it's good to know that the manufacturers line up with the dealers and, and do what they can. And, and it's not... Part of it is greed. I mean, we are businesses. That's what our job is, is to make money. But 
the uh, automobile industry is about 20% of the U.S. economy. It's a real, really big driver. And, you know, the country relies on a healthy car industry just like we do as, as employees, quite honestly. So it's cool. If you've got any questions about this stuff, I know that's a, little, a lot of information. You can always email me directly at uh, Doug at Walser.com. I've actually got a lot of emails from potential customers in the last couple of days. So the world is not coming to an end. I think this Walser to you thing is cool because it gives people another option if you're, you know, if you're bored and you want to buy a car, but you're just nervous about coming into a public space, we, we've got you covered. It's, it's really tremendous. And it's something, I think this is good because we've been talking about this as a project off and on for many, many years, but there's always something new or some other problem that we have to solve first. And it's like, you know, we're so close to almost complete online buying. We're not Amazon yet, but we're, we're, we're going to be there probably in the next year. And we can do so much of that process right now that uh, you might as well take advantage of it. If somebody does do this, I've been talking to the, uh, the local news media uh, and does the home delivery thing once we roll it out later today or tomorrow, they, they want to do a story about it. They think, ah, this is really cool. No other dealers have ever done this before. This would be terrific. So if you're listening and you wind up buying a car from us from the comfort of your Barco lounger and you want to be on TV, uh, we can make that happen. <laughs> I have a question. Um, how does it affect, um, you know, current salespeople? Like, obviously, if if you're turning towards on mostly online. How, well, how, you know, that's a really good question yeah. because we started this years ago. Uh, the first thing was we allowed people to put money down to reserve cars. And I'll I had take it. Some salespeople say, hey, you're trying to uh, take all the business away from us. And they said, no, 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 that is not the deal. We're not trying to sell cars with fewer people. We're trying to sell more cars with the people that we have. Right. This is never going to be a hands-off process. There's yeah. so much stuff that has to be done at the human level. These products now are so sophisticated. And, you know, like your Rogue, if somebody just tossed you the keys, would you be able to figure out all the stuff that it does? No. Probably not. So there's still... You know, you could watch videotapes, potential videotapes. Look how old I am. Wow. Just pop it in uh, your VH. Laser disc players. Laser disc. You look at the old beta. Uh, but hey, no. Colton, do you still have kinescope over there? I'd like to. <laughs> only in Doug's office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah only in Doug's office. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, that is, oh, you know, that yeah. that's kind of the fear of modernization. Let's let's talk about the 800-pound gorilla in the corner. Yeah. Is that what are we going to do? And I honestly think that as technology advances, jobs disappear and then new ones show up. Yep. Right. I mean, look Correct. at the, that's how, how many people been. are in the computer industry right now, and 50 years ago it didn't exist. Yeah. It just. Pfft. Well, 50 years ago the computer industry was mostly. Young women feeding punch cards into right, right. room-sized machines. Yeah, it's changed a little bit to get basic information out very slowly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can add three and three in under four hours. Yes, this is fabulous. Well, in two years, you can hire Andy to program everything for you. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, and and I think as a retailer, it would be a mistake to take uh, automotive retailing solely online. I think the ultimate goal, and if you look at the successful retailers and locally Best Buy is a great example. We were talking about this the other day. They were in really tough shape a couple years ago because they couldn't figure out how to compete with Amazon. Well, they did. And Amazon and Best Buy, they did actually what Walzer did is they took their salespeople off commission, put on, on hourlies with incentives and made them product experts rather than closing sharks. And their in-store experience right now, I would say, is, is quite good. And they're on, and, But they've got a great website, too. So yep. that's what we're trying to do because some people don't want to buy cars on websites. I know my dad would be terrified of that, but put them in front of a, you know. A good and they'd also be terrified to do it online. Right. Yeah, that's we right. We have the same um, issue in church with um, an, a, a certain generation that are afraid to do online giving. They will not touch it. They don't want any of their banking information online. None of that. They're probably actually really smart. <laughs> well, they will continue to write their check 
yeah. every week. They will not stray from that, whereas the younger generation right. is quick to they don't do even have checkbooks. online yeah. recurring giving, no problem. They will give by text. They will do any any of that, anything to write. Like you said, they don't even have checkbooks anymore. The, they have no idea, but a certain generation, they right. will not touch online giving. So like you say, put your dad in a car in 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 the Nissan store, he, he would much rather see it, touch it, taste it, smell it, any of that. Yep. So let's ask uh, Tom and Andy and Melissa, if you had the opportunity to buy a car solely online, would you do it? And there's no correct answer. Yes. I'm really curious. Which no, I would. No, I would. Okay. Yep. Melissa, no. maybe not. But so not sure. toilet paper. Well, it depends <laughs> on if you can, I mean, like, well, the return policy, I suppose. Because, well, you know, you, you buy the car, you, you and, and, and drive And we do it. have a return policy. Well, there you and go. And we yeah. take back, it's less than 1% But wouldn't 1 you want to sit in it? I'd want to see if I, I'd, I'd want to feel it. I'd want to sit in right, it. Right, but let's right say car. you could do all that online. So you select the car, they drop it at your house, you take it for a test drive. Exactly, and yeah. you go back and say, yep, oh, this right. is cool with this. you just said the let's whole thing online. I thought you meant look at a yeah, picture. Yeah, so did I. Oh, oh no, no, no. I buy like on Amazon. No, 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 no. And hope you that know, it comes to you as you see it online. Right. Yeah, no. I no, wouldn't do that. But I yeah, I would I would I would still want someone to like come and test drive it with me. Yeah. Because if I had questions, then I have a salesperson that's sitting there next to me I while I'm test driving. That's a really good point because we talked about this on a different show. Cars are so sophisticated right now. Yeah. You can't tell somebody, well, this has automatic braking so you don't rear end somebody. Go test it out. No customer in the world is going to have the cojones to try that, but a salesperson can demonstrate it. You go, oh, right. that is cool. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. But it's interesting, and it kind of reinforces what we were talking about. I think we just, we're going to win as a retailer if we give people more than one way to buy stuff. For a long time, yeah. especially in the negotiating world, customers wanted to know two things, right, Colton? Do you have it and how, how much? much? Well, yeah, we got it. It's right here. Well, how much is it? You're going to have to come yeah, you got to come in for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I, I think the big miss in our industry right now. The buzzword in, in the car biz is digital retailing and, you know, trying to do this whole kind of purchase thing online. But in reality, uh, that's where a program like Walzer has, Walzer to you, it's however you want to do it. Do you want to start it online? Then do you want us to come to your house? Right. Do you want to come to your to us first? And then do you want us to send you the payments for payment review? Um, it should be however you want to do it. And I think it's a massive miss when someone uh, does a draws a line in the sand and says you got to do it this way. Yep, I, that I that is a massive miss. Agree. Yeah. So. Well, and I think the the idea of this whole Walzer to you thing is a good idea, just because I mean, even though Walzer is the no haggle kind of And this would not work without that. Right. Absolutely. Without um, the no haggle and the return policy, right. this would be yeah. just, we'd yeah. be spitting in the wind. But I'll be honest, like, I just bought a car from you guys, and even though I knew that it was a no haggle type of situation, I still walked in nervous about it. Like, Treated. nervous about getting a car, nervous about doing this. And you guys took care of me, but this would just completely eliminate that nervousness because you can do it on your own time. You don't feel pressured. You don't feel all this other stuff. But, like, you know, I mean, that's still a thing, even though, because you hear, you know, people people need to see it to believe it. Right. That it's a no-handle right. kind of thing. So. And, I, you know, this is just the beginning. We're going to get through the coronavirus, and life will return to the craziness that we normally deal with. And we'll, we're going to, this isn't just a Band-Aid thing that we're going to do just during the crisis. This is, this is the beginning of you know, more modern car purchasing mm -hmm. options, really. Mm -hmm. Unless we screw it up. <laughs> Let's not do that. What do you mean, Tom? You ordered the pink one. Here, I have it right on the sheet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I probably did back when I was a teenager. That's probably true, man. Get the pink car in North Minneapolis. Now we're talking, baby. Yeah. yeah. Look here. There's Get a little zebra. One of those Mary Kay hotties. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Mary Kay. Ollie. I saw pink Cadillac, you? Uh, you know, a Mary Kay Cadillac yeah. the other day. Like, oh, yeah. Man, I haven't seen one of those in a while. You have yeah. to you have to sell a lot of Mary Kay to get yeah, that. Yeah, you got to be strong. Whew. So on the on time, online retailing, this reminds me of some research I did a couple of years ago, and everybody can answer the question because it's kind of fun to guess. Guess what the average dollar amount on Amazon is of a thing that people purchase, just the average dollar amount. Go ahead, Melissa. You go first. 
Mm, probably just no like, prize. Just take a stab at probably it. Probably like 130 bucks. Okay, Andy, what do you think? 130. I was going to say like 10. Okay, Tom, what do you think? I'm Average selling price. Forty-two dollars. Okay. Mm. Colton. Thirty-three fifty. Sarah. Seventeen oh one. It's actually, and this was two years ago. Uh, the, the answer I came up with was eighty dollars. Really? So yeah, but this year it's forty-four. I saw it, you, you're probably right, uh, as you always are, Your Royal Highness. So you don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so I kind exactly. of think it feeds into what Colton's talked about. I mean, Amazon sells the biggest retail in the world, and they sell just tons of stuff. But the purchase price of what they sell is relatively low. And I think the lower the purchase price, the more comfortable people are. So with automobiles, it's yeah. like even, you know, I know, like Melissa said, they dumped it at one price, and I like that. But it's still, it, it's still inter- intimidating to walk into our it dealerships is, yeah. for a lot of people, and I get that. Yeah, I know we're focusing on the the purchase side of it and the test drive side, but this what about the service pickup and Who delivery? Who cares about service? Those are the lower cost options. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like oil changes, tire rotations, you know, so, yeah, combination me, of those. Like, so they come to you, pick up your car, service it, yep. and then bring it back. Hmm. Yes. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool because I need an oil change. Perfect. And I bought the, like, you know, you buy X Oh, that was the Nissan deal where you prepay yeah. your maintenance? you prepaid your maintenance, yep. but I have to go over there. I have to go all the way over there. I don't live over there, so it's that's kind of cool. Well, yeah. Colton will give you some phone numbers when it's we get off fun. the area in a few minutes, and we'll... Uh, be our first one. We'll be our first one. Oh, you yeah. could be on television. Mm, I could be on television. We'd cool. have to disguise you because it would look a little, uh, what's the word? Planted. 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 Yeah. But I do need an oil change. I, I do just too. hit my number. So does he. <laughs> Another His is customer. yelling at him, actually. Yeah, right. Oh, is it really? Change your oil, please. <laughs> All right, we'll get you guys hooked up and we'll take care of it. That finishes off an exciting episode of the uh, coronavirus version of Car Selling Secrets. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. It's been a lot of fun. We will be back next week. I have no idea who's going to be on. All the guests have canceled. Yeah, really. We'll drag somebody off the street like we usually do. That's nice. <laughs> well, that's, I learned it from you. What? <laughs> what do you mean you learned it from me? I'm just kidding. All right. Boy, look at the time. We'd love to schmooze. <laughs> yeah. We'll see everybody next week. Thanks again. Goodbye.